0: Harrison Brock, and this is my podcast, That's Life. Uh, I believe that life is a beautiful experience that we share with the people around us. And uh, throughout most of my life, I realized I was missing out on uh, different aspects of community. Uh, There was people just beyond my inner circles of people that I hang out with a lot that had some really interesting stories, um, really interesting points of view and experiences and bases of knowledge and frames of reference. So I started this podcast really just to kind of expand my own frame of reference to talk to people that I wouldn't normally talk to and to learn along the way. In this episode, I've actually got a friend of mine that I met in college. His name is Hayden Master. And he knows a whole lot more about history than I do. He's kind of realized through the bit of research that he's done that the narrative of history, as most of us Americans would know it, is most likely pretty inaccurate. But the whole point of this episode, really, uh, that Hayden is driving at is the fact that we as individuals... We don't need to take truth at someone else's word. And we all kind of see things different. We need to do our own research. We need to decide for ourselves what we believe. Um, Just because someone in uh, some level of authority has told us something is true, doesn't necessarily mean it's true. Even if you're not a big fan of history, give it a shot. Uh, There's a lot to be gained from learning about the past. It teaches us uh, a lot about the future, because those who don't know history are doomed to repeat it. So, pro tip. I uh, hope you enjoy this conversation that I had with my friend.
1: How did we meet?
0: <laughs> uh, the farthest back I remember is uh, probably psychology class. Did we have another class other than that?
1: I think that was it. No, we had music. It was music and psychology. I don't know which one we met in. Wait, wait. Start start it now cuz I haven't told you this yet. Okay, you're good.
0: Go ahead. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay, so so we met we met in music class. Yes. Like we had eye contact in music class, <laughs> but we didn't talk to each other. <laughs> we didn't talk to each other for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we would, we would like we'd voice our opinions in class or something, and I'd be like, "Yeah, that guy's cool." <laughs> we didn't talk to each other
0: no we we had that mutual like recognition that each of us existed but yeah. we never really communicated anything
1: yeah but we didn't talk at all yeah no. yeah, for a while it was a while i think it, it was, was a couple a of weeks or maybe like a month i don't know maybe even but a month yeah anyways the reason why i ever talked to you in the first place because you kept on looking at me and i was like "What is he look what what is his issue does he have, does he have a problem <laughs> I was like I was like This guy Either Either he like Wants me to be his friend Or he's got like An issue with me Or Or he likes guys And I'm really worried I gotta figure it out. <laughs> so that was my that was my first thought when like whenever I first talked to you in psychology class, yeah, or you talked to me, or whenever I went to talk to you, that's what I was think. That's what was going on in my mind. I was like, I gotta, I gotta figure this guy out.
0: <laughs> well, for the record, I'm not gay. I just wanted to be a friend. <laughs> okay, yeah. I was like, this guy seems cool. I think I would get along yeah. with him.
1: <laughs> yeah. See, I wanted to be friends too, and I was like, I was like, oh, um, I don't know. <laughs> oh man. Okay, I've, I've never heard hurt. this before. That's awesome. I've kind of been burnt with that kind of stuff because I can't tell when people are gay. Yeah. Okay, I can't tell. Right. And it's not that. that like I have any issues with gay people. No. I just can't tell. So yeah. I I think that they're just just my bros and we're hanging out and then all of a sudden they're gay and I'm like oh well I, I don't feel the same. <laughs> it changes everything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So. Oh, oh man. man.
0: I had another yeah. friend. He was working at a retail store. It was a clothing store. And he accidentally asked this guy that was gay out on a date. He thought he just wanted to grab lunch. He had no clue <laughs> that he was gay until the guy left. And then all his coworkers were like, you do realize he's
1: gay, right? And he was like, oh, crap. <laughs> oh, dang. He thought he was um, just going to hang out with his new, new buddies. Yeah. Uh, dang. That's hysterical. I never knew that part of the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just turned around and look at me in the middle of class. I'm like, "What is he looking at me for? What's his issue?" <laughs> I am terrible
0: socially, I, <laughs> so I was just kind of like gauging. Well, no, like, it
1: worked. I was, I was whether... like, "I gotta, I gotta know why this guy's staring at me." I, I was like, "This guy." Well, I'm glad it worked. This guy this is effective. He's, he, he, either he's either he likes guys or he's very brave. Like he doesn't care that he's staring at me. It's not, he doesn't not, no <laughs> feel awkward about it at all. Or he's hiding it like I do. I can't tell. <laughs> Oh
0: man, that's amazing! So yeah, we met yeah, at so I, school.
1: Yeah, so we met at school. <laughs> the long, long, story short, we met at school, and I was, I was weirded out because I wasn't sure <laughs> about you. That's hysterical. And then we found out, and then we re met at church when yes, I went to. So yes, we Caleb. did. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so we have a mutual friend that Hayden yeah. went to high school with, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Went to yeah high Caleb. school with
0: Caleb. Yeah, yeah. So Caleb invited Hayden to come to the gathering at our church, which is was for the college age ministry. And I was going to invite you like the week later. And then Caleb, you showed up with Caleb and I was like, oh, dude, I don't even have to invite him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was fun. We met, yeah, realized was... that we had some interest in common and enjoyed hanging yeah. out
1: with each other. Yeah, it was it was funny because I showed up and there's a the guy from psychology hanging out with Caleb. <laughs> like, oh. uh, it worked out really well.
0: <laughs> yeah. But so we were talking on the phone. What is it now? Like a month ago or so was when we were we were working on our history finals, uh, the quizzes and yeah. stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And yeah. We decided we were going to study together. And <laughs> in the midst of that, I realized that you are a really big history buff. And knew a whole mm-hmm. lot of things about stuff that I don't know much about. So <laughs> I was like, okay, dude, I'm doing this podcast. Can I please get you on so that we can talk about this interesting history
1: stuff, you know? So yeah, that's why we have Hayden with us. And that's why I'm here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I just right want to say, I'm not an ahead. expert in any way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was literally just about to say, so from this moment on, Hayden is the expert and I'm the student. <laughs> Just remember, I'm the expert here, but I'm not an expert. (laughs) (laughs) Might be the
0: expert out of the two of us, but he's not an expert. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So feel free to fact
0: check us.
1: (laughs) How did we get to the whole topic about like ancient history originally? So I remember that we were working on some
0: of the quizzes and I forget what it was that came up, but something came up about like the Egyptians or something like that. And you were like, oh, dude, I got to tell you about this. And then you started telling me about like the pyramids and the technology they had at the time and all this stuff. And I was like, I mean, I've kind of heard some of this, but I don't know near as much as this guy does.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So we had history class together and I remembered our our professor telling us about the pyramid and stuff and telling us how I was annoyed in that class because she was telling us about how it was a burial chamber and that. And that it had four sides and all this stuff, which it does have four big sides, but they kind of meet together at an angle in the middle of each of the four sides. And it creates and that like makes another it, side. Yeah. And if you look at a picture of it from above, it's really cool. Um, yeah. But you should look at that some at some point because it's really cool. Yes. Yeah. But that's how they discovered it. Some dude was flying over it and looked down and he's like, "There's." he saw the shadows on it and he's like, oh, it bends. That makes so much it, sense. Yeah. So it has eight sides on it, which is really cool, really interesting. It
0: kind of almost looks like it just kind of wore on the corners and they fell off. Yeah, but yeah. When, but well, I, I'm looking at this picture now, and it from above, it does look like it has more
1: sides. <laughs> yeah. Well, did you know that what you're looking at isn't the outside of the pyramid, how it was meant to be seen? No. There was casing stones on it. And we found a couple of them, but most of them have been stripped away because... I think an earthquake happened at some point and it like broke the top of it. So the, the Egyptians went up there, like modern people, they went up there and they they pulled them off and they started pulling all of them off. So they took all of them. It was white limestone, I think. Wow. But so it made it, it smooth like... on the outside.
0: Okay. So instead of seeing all the building blocks, you would have yeah. had like this almost this seamless really... limestone yes, casing. This nice, it.
1: nice wow. white limestone. I believe it was white. Um but yeah. So there's some pyramids that still have casing stones on them and they look really nice where they're, where they're not really badly worn, but yeah. So that's another interesting thing. Well, with those, uh, casing stones on the outside, a very interesting thing is that it's, uh, the measurements with the pyramid. Um, it's a scale model of the earth. I don't remember the number. It's like 147,000 to one. (laughs) And it's, it's exactly the size of the, uh, latitude and longitude of the earth or something like that also um it points north, west, east and south with the corners with the big corners i believe it's slightly off but it's very close or something like that really yeah which i don't know how they would have done like it's think about this like if you're just living out out in a in an ancient society and they don't they haven't made these things yet then how do you put them that way how do you figure out which way is north and south okay so uh,
0: from just from the pyramids so far with what we've discussed we know that they knew cardinal directions without compasses or even accurate measurements of longitude and latitude as far as we know and they had very advanced math and that they also knew yeah they knew the size of the earth yeah and if they knew the size of the earth
1: doesn't that mean they had a map of the earth or at least had the knowledge of it. If they had the knowledge oh. of it, the pyramid is basically a map of the size yeah. of the Earth. So that's fair. Yeah. So that's wow. Pretty interesting. Okay, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so the next thing. Now, this this part is hard to describe without pictures. Um, I don't have any pictures, but there's a lot of things. Okay. Um, drill that's marks okay. and stuff like that on ancient architecture, where it's just got a a, dr- a hole yes. a drill hole through it, and it's like how. How did they drill a hole through it?
0: <laughs> yes, because I've seen the pictures and stuff that, like, with some of the videos you've sent, where yeah. it's perfectly round. Like, the, there's no flaws or anything yeah. in it. There's not even drill marks or uh, etching marks or anything from them yeah.
1: scraping or anything like that. <laughs> Just a perfect hole the yeah. whole way through <laughs> a stone. Yeah, that's. it's <laughs> very interesting that that's uh, how it is. Yeah. and I, Right, Cause how did they uh, okay? Do so that? there's an idea that they had like a big old a big old like sawmill kind of thing, and that they just like ran the blocks through uh-huh. it and had it cut somehow. There's there's a lot of different theories on how they were doing that, but <sighs> when you see all the right. like marks and ridges and, and perfect angles, it's not really it's not really humanly yeah. possible to do it with tools. That's the problem. There's it's too perfect huh. to be done by hand. Wow. So, so it's almost yeah. like it's almost computer precision. So how is it done by hand? Like we're being told it is. Well, there's a really interesting video I saw about how they found these artifacts in Egypt. And it's like this little fork on a rod, right? They got two uh-huh. prongs and then a big old rod. Uh huh. And how they might've used sound to cut through the rocks. So that's really interesting. And it made me think about um. the story in the Bible about jericho how they sounded the trumpets at the wall uh-huh. and marched around the city and the walls fell yes yeah wow so yeah that.
0: yeah because uh scientifically speaking everything does vibrate all the time so if you had the ability to hear stuff everything does make a sound yeah so that that would make sense, you know. That's why glass shatters when people see yeah, the right. It just note has to be the right frequency, like and it
1: it's that same concept. It, shatters it. So, what if there's just a right frequency for everything? Another thing, another thing that's interesting about ancient people and another application for these tools, a way that they might have been using tools, they found batteries in Greece. I, I believe it was Greece. Um, there, yeah, they had battery acts like they had they had acids mixed together that they could have just like plugged up to a lamp or something, <laughs> and we don't know what they used it for. What? But it's basically been ignored by archaeologists because it ruins their idea of history. So they had so so what what I found by like looking at all this stuff is that they probably had electricity. They had math. They had a map of the earth. <laughs> they knew where the continents were. <laughs> Now, some some of this might be wrong, oh. but I mean, even if half of it is wrong, it still right. changes everything.
0: Yeah, even the possibility of them having that kind of technology and awareness of the world that totally changes the the history that we read.
1: You know, I only I don't believe in. Uh macro evolution i believe in micro evolution you know little adaptations and then the species changes a little bit but it's the same species it doesn't change into another species but yeah
0: yeah it it makes uh, i i also believe that science tends to lead more towards the fact that each species is a different species and has always been a different species that yeah. we didn't come from some protoplasm and then eventually become monkeys and then people. Yeah. But like you're saying, I do believe, you know, dog breeds, you know, different skin colors with people and yeah, you'd have to uh, be crazy taste buds to think that and the we way we do exactly stuff. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. There's just too much evidence on that side,
1: you know. But but there's no evidence that evolution ever existed. They made evolution after they looked at the fossil record or it was the sediment sediment layers you know they looked at them and they were like oh well in order for this to happen naturally without god it had to take this long and that's how they came up with it they made it on a basis of taking god out of it and if you make something on the basis of trying to exclude god from it it's going to be wrong because of that i mean (laughs) yeah (laughs) i agree yes
0: that's the problem with that and not only that but like the whole concept of Darwinism is that there is a species that has evolved to survive yeah. and there is a lesser species that dies off because there has been an advancement yeah which totally feeds into all the racial yeah, problems yeah. that we've had over the past centuries you know ever since there's been different races and different skin colors and beliefs yeah. and stuff you know the the concept that there is one that evolves to exist and supersede all the others. You know, that's, that's the kind of stuff that drove the civil war in America. It's the kind of stuff that drove Hitler Hitler into power in Germany. (laughs) It's all this Darwinistic uh, philosophy of life and theology in a lot of cases too. You know, it's crazy that uh, people still ascribe to that Darwinistic theory in my opinion. Yeah. Because of uh, the fact that they typically also don't condone racism. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it seems to be one in the
1: same, in my book. It's science that feeds it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I don't understand mm-hmm. how, if we know that's not true, like we know that people are equal. Like there's nothing, any person, we've seen that any person can have the same success. Absolutely. As long as they're not
0: stopped. Especially in a place like yeah. America where. It's yeah. promoted and freely. Everyone's given that yeah. opportunity,
1: or most everybody. You know? It's not. It's not everybody. There's still like yes. issues and stuff, but no. At the same time, it's not like there's no opportunity.
0: Right, and that's where I think the founding fathers in America got it right with uh, the Constitution and all. When the, in the Declaration of Independence, when they said all men are created equal. Not that we're all equal, but we are created yeah. equal. We're all humans, bottom line. That's just how we are. That's how we were created. But what you do from there and the situations that you're born into and stuff, that that's those two things yeah. play a huge yeah. role in what you do and what you make of yourself. Yeah.
1: It's where you start and what you do with it.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Very true.
1: See, I love how <laughs> when we talk, we like start off on one thing. And then we, like, seamlessly end up on something completely different. And it, I think it's because <laughs> yes. it's not just, like, certain topics that we agree in or want to discuss. Yes. It's that right. we have a similar worldview, actually. So we're talking yes. about actually I agree there. a lot of things instead of just one thing. Yes. It's all tied together
0: because we start from similar uh, starting points.
1: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I enjoy this. (laughs) Yeah, so so my conclusion Uh for this whole thing is just you have to research for yourself what you want to know because if you just believe what you're told in school, you think that the Native Americans and the uh, the Thanksgiving the Pilgrims, you think that they had a a nice Mm -hmm. little party because they were friends and they learned how to farm, but what really happened is that they massacred a bunch of people. And we're Mm -hmm. celebrating just eliminating the enemies. Yeah. So uh, I like that takeaway that you had in the midst of this is the, the fact that
0: we shouldn't just take other people's word for stuff. Like even the people listening to this, you know, uh, doing your own homework and your own research to learn things yourself and not just to always take other people's word for it, you know, whether it's uh, professors or, uh, pastors or parents or teachers or whatever the case, you know, taking time to learn for yourself. Well, I appreciate you doing this call with me, man. It was a lot oh, of fun. Yeah, no problem, man.
1: Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> Is
0: there anything else you want to throw out before I quit recording?
1: Anything else? Um, just the, the tool marks and all of those things. Yeah. Tool marks and uh, perfect precision and uh-huh. Egyptian stuff. Right. It's too much to be ignored, but it's being ignored, right? Mm-hmm. so I, that one, I am very sure they had some kind of tools. I don't know oh, how yeah. they had tools, but they had way better tools than what we're told they had right. And I just want to say that that's that's something that needs more work put into it. Mm-mm. It shouldn't just be ignored and and you got to be careful just believing what you're told because we know it's not true just on the evidence, absolutely. That's what science is supposed to be about. It's supposed to be about the evidence. But right now, it's not about the evidence. It's about supporting evolution and supporting the theory that's already out there, Mm -hmm. no matter what, regardless of the evidence. And that's that's the problem. Right. Awesome. Well, thank you again for doing this. It's been a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, no problem. Thanks for for inviting me on to the podcast. I enjoyed it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I'll have to have you on again. This will be fun. Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) Well, I'm going to let you go, man. You have a great rest of your night. All right, you too. (laughs) I'll talk to you later.
1: All right, bye, man. See ya.
0: Well, thank you again for listening to my podcast. If you like it, uh, please... Uh, subscribe, share it with your friends, review it on iTunes, and stay tuned because the next episode that I've got coming out is a really special one. Um, I got a friend from high school on the phone to have a conversation. He has enlisted in the army and has been serving for uh, about two or three years now. So stay tuned for that episode. Um, It's It's going to be really good. I think you're really going to like it. Um, But for now, I will see you next time.